We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. <laughs> heat win, baby! But more importantly than a heat win, it was another game for the year of the drip drop. That's right, did you not hear it? It's already New Year's Eve, and you know what this year is? <laughs> the year of the motherfucking drip drop. Buy your shirts now because they're flying off the shelves. But more importantly than that, I'm going to tell you something. For all those people out there that were hating on Tyler, oh, he's not a point guard. We got to trade him for Kyle Lowry. We At me, Moose. DJ Tucker. Guess what, motherfuckers? We got him and we got all the other people, and he came back ready to play. You guys were hating on someone that came here as a boy. But you know what? Over the offseason, shout out to Chris Cody because now he has a child and he understands what he needs to do is just tap into that heat culture, let it flourish, and keep developing. You guys kept saying he's not a point guard. You know what? He's not a point guard, but he's a motherfucking bucket. That's what he's doing. This may That's be fine. preseason, but he's playing with postseason culture. All right? So I'm going to do what I always do. I'm going to enjoy my cereal. I'm going to enjoy my drink. I'm going to enjoy the show. I just came here to hijack the beginning, but I wanted to hit everyone with a one time drip drop. Woo! That's enough. <laughs> Heat win! Heat win! <laughs> I had to give it to Moose, man. I had to give it. Yo, listen. All you Tyler lovers, Tyler, uh, you know, enthusiasts, y'all got this one, man. Y'all got it. I want everybody to go back to old uh, Hangover Time episode, clip my Tyler slander, find a tweet where I was like, trade him for a bucket of nickels. Like, find all the shit where I've just been hating on Tyler Hero. All right? It's preseason. Yes, I understand that. But my man, I think he's a leading scorer in all the NBA in preseason, right? Like, my man is out here doing big work, big ting, all right? So, I listen, hats off to my mans. Uh, Moose, I think Kenny's coming on in a little bit. Kenny been talking shit to me about Tyler for a minute. And it's not just the scoring, y'all. It's the passing that is blowing my mind right now. Like, my man is it's not even a skip pass. It's like skip, skip all the way to the other side of the court, showing the kind of strength I did not know my man's had. Like, that 15 pounds of muscle did good. You know what I'm saying? Milk does a body good. That workout, them gym workouts did his body good. My man finished through traffic tonight. Didn't get the foul call. Went through three Celtics. Raises Double him. forearm strong. Boom. Hit that layup. Look for the call. Didn't get it, but still finished. That is not the Tyler Hero I wanted to trade for a bag of stale chips last year. My man is a new man, and I should have been more patient, but I'm not known for my patience. I'm a Heat fan. We bought that win now shit. Take me out, brass. Let's go. Friday night, drip drop. We lost Moose, but we still going to have a good time tonight. Everybody. I am Alphonse Sydney, a.k.a. Alf954. Welcome in to Hangover Time, the Miami Heat Beat postgame show. We are on the last game of the preseason. We warming up, baby. Y'all feel it? I do. 
Y'all I feel, feel it? it? I feel it. I see. I see Frankie <laughs> shaking. Ooh, Frank got a little. Frank got a little bachata feel real. real I feel quick. the heat. <laughs> Frankie on Kaye Ocho. Yeah, Oh, he outside that Cellular Cruz ice cream parlor. You know, same way here for his for his mango sherbet. My man, we feeling it, man. You looking at this Miami Heat team? We looking a. It's looking a little dangerous. There's some things that need to be worked out with that mm-hmm. with the big three, the fit. You know what I'm saying? We'll get into that. But before we get into all that, we need to introduce the cast of characters. So, Brass, let's find out what everybody's drinking. <laughs> King Gibson in the chat says, Brian Goins is going to be in trouble for staying up this late. It's okay, baby. It's Friday night. It ain't no school night. Brian ain't got to go to New class year, new tomorrow. me. New year, new me. I, I made a promise during our Hottie Awards that I would try to make a couple appearances this season, so I'm keeping my word. All right, we here, we here. Right, welcome, listen, welcome, welcome. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I watched Hell the game yeah. tonight, and I'm excited. There's a lot of really good shit. But before we get into that, we, this this show is about hanging out with your peoples, with your friends, having some drinks, and watching Miami Heat basketball. So, Siobhan, what are you drinking tonight? This. Is a little concoction of um, American wild turkey uh, honey, some uh, strawberry watermelon body armor, and a splash of ginger beer, and it's fantastic. That's cool. You like the MacGyver of alcohol every once in a while. <laughs> Listen, like, you, you have to be resourceful. You gotta have those electrolytes. That's for yes. sure. Hydrate while you dehydrate. Smart. I said, give me a rubber band and a paper clip, and I got y'all. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna take out a squad of terrorists. Listen, Kenny. I love Kenny with the look of my white son. Uh, <laughs> Kenny, man, you, you honestly, you deserve a victory lap because you've been shitting on me. Getting on me about Tyler Hero like for the last six months. I, I listen, I, I still don't know if I'm wrong yet because we have not played a regular season game. Um, but my man's looking good. My man's looking like he and this he's not doing it against fourth, third, fourth stringers. This ain't an Omer your seven situation word to karate. Stop. Like he my man's would deserve that. <laughs> you know, listen, <laughs> you know, I'll be out here with the strays, man. Uh, but Kenny, uh, welcome to the show. This year. This is your second voyage on Hangover Time. We fix your we fix your uh, camera ratio. You were going from the bottom up, real creepy vibes. <laughs> we fix that. We straight on right now. I'm liking it. What are you drinking tonight? I got Jack and Coke again. They played real well last time when I had this. So I went on some cook with it. So I took a right. sip. What kind of rum is that? What kind of rum? Jack Daniels. No, it's Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels. Oh, okay. okay. No problem with that. No problem with that. Uh, thank you, Kenny, for showing up again. After we was hard on you the first time. This time is family. You can't just yeah. come in the family just yeah. acting a fool. You got you know we gonna get you right. You know what I mean? We fix your camera angle. Now we got to fix the delay. Yeah, on we got we got to pull your mic aside and talk <laughs> that out. But we got to do something with it. <laughs> <laughs> Brass, what are you drinking tonight? Friday uh, night, man. What you it's, got? It's been a while, so I made something kind of fancy. I made a drink called an artichoke hold, which is uh, oh. Jamaican overproof Jamaican rum, elderflower liqueur, lime juice, and orgeat. And because I, I and with some mint on it, so artichoke hold because we're gonna put a fucking choke hold on this league this year. Oh, and there. I am here for it. We are under by my record, by my account, we are undefeated in the postseason. Undefeated, that, and we're rolling. That, 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 that last that, game didn't count. The scoreboard wasn't working. So how you know what the score was? Fake news. I yeah, swear to know. God, I saw some points being scored that they just never Listen, tallied. Frankie, you had a box score? Were you writing shit? I don't know what happened. I I counted differently from them. The math didn't add up. Exactly. The We're mass- up six to three, and all of a sudden they shut you down. It's like, yeah, they screwed yeah. up with our momentum. I mean, Adam Silver at it again. Frankie with the with, with the with the English hip hop, the maths, the, the maths math. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so what you drinking, bruv? Bruv, doing uh, <laughs> Captain and Coke, just a little bit of uh, something that Massachusetts love. My family always loves to drink Massachusetts. Uh, in Massachusetts, they love to drink a little Captain and Coke. So I thought we'd beat the shit out of them, and I'd drink their drink to celebrate. They got Latinos in uh, Massachusetts? A lot of what? 
They got Latinos in Massachusetts. I oh, if, you, if you've met a Cuban in Massachusetts, I'm related to them. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> the, the Garcias are deep out there. Is what you trying to tell me? Yes. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, Haitians is deep in, in Massachusetts. Like, we go to like four cities: Miami, New York, and Boston. That's how we <laughs> Boston. say Boston. 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 We go to Boston, New York, and Miami. And I, no matter where you live in Florida, Haitians say it's Miami. You can live in Port St. Lucie. You can live in St. <laughs> Petersburg. I, when I was a kid, um, and I'm not trying to uh, get um, steal your shine, Brian. But when I was a kid, when I lived in New York, they said we was moving to Miami. I was like, oh, we're going to be right next to Disney World. Because <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in Haitian terms, Miami encompasses all of Florida. So <laughs> Disney World was in Miami. Anyway, Brian, what are you drinking tonight? So anyway, so by the way, first... Brian Goins, Brian Goins, <laughs> co-founder of Miami Heat Beat. Let's give this man his flowers, yes. please. Thank like you I guys. feel like Hangover Time audience who are not as familiar with the history of Miami Heat Beat might not know Brian as well. Brian Goins, co-founder of Miami Heat Beat. What are you drinking tonight? Well, before you even like go there, I actually want to also say thank you all for uh, accepting all of the requests that I've sent over the years <laughs> to get you on to Miami Heat Beat. And uh, for coming back, because we were part of that three-man team to, to kind of pitch you to come leave, Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but what I'm drinking that. tonight is I got a bottle of uh, Juice Salia. It's a Moscato Dosti that I got Ooh. from uh, Fresh Fresh Market a couple years ago. I had it saved in the pantry, and I got a nice glass to go with it. Oh, that is cool glass. Nice, 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 nice. Listen, Brian classing up the show. I like it. I like how you I'll... saved this bottle for years to break it out for a preseason win. <laughs> right. Well, here's the thing. I don't normally drink, and so when I do, it's going to be a special occasion. Why not hangover time? That's right. Hey, okay. hey. Good hey, answer. Good answer. Good answer. Oh, man. I feel like family feud. Good answer. Plus, good I got a race today, so it's a good day. That's awesome. We got to celebrate raisins promotions a little bit more around here. Um, Siobhan. Y'all get raises soon. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> listen, this uh, these sponsorships keep coming through. Uh, listen, behind <laughs> the scenes, them jerseys. I need a chair. More than uh, just jerseys, guys. Stay there's there's more than just jerseys. Jer- things me. are things soon come. Siobhan, Yo. we talked about Tyler enough. We'll get back to Tyler again. I want to know because there's a lot. Of, you know, I'm not. I don't want to go negative yet uh, because I know we want we we both we we both itching to get on Bam. I appreciate the way he came back in the second half, but what are your highlights when you look at this Heat team and you look at how they played? We saw this like a dress rehearsal. We saw the full starting lineup. We saw the nine-man rotation because it's a nine-man rotation. I feel like Gabe is on the outside looking in because Max Struess is doing – Max Struess is too dynamic right now. Yeah. So what what did you see tonight that you're like, okay, you feeling good going into the season? So, um, like I said, we've talked a bunch about Tyler, and there's more to talk about with him. Um, he has been continued to look good. Um, Tiff says, congrats, Brian. Second that. Um, so, yeah, Tyler, the, his comfort. I, Jimmy looked really good tonight. We haven't seen um, – I don't know what I expected Jimmy's scoring numbers to be this season. Again, it's the last game of the preseason, so that can't be, you know, but so far extrapolated. But um, – he looked good tonight. Like he was getting the types of shots that he should be getting um, within this flow and, and, and how pieces should come together. Um, all Bam has to do is take those shots and do those things. And he has, he has that space. He still has all the room to continue to do the things that I personally am going to keep asking him to do, but it's there for him. He just has to do it and has to take it. Um, Bon, yeah, 11 free throws for Jimmy in, in 25 minutes. That's good. I that's feel a like great that's sign. Good. Yeah. Um, and he, he he just looked calm. He looked steady. And um, I think it was good that they started out behind and kept composed and, and managed to dig it out. Mm-hmm. Or not even dig it out, but comfortably shift the tide late first, early second quarter, and then, you know, ride a pretty decent flow from, from thereafter. Because they looked like some trash in the first few minutes. It was disjointed. The offense didn't have any flow. It looked terrible. Um, but it they they brought it together. Kenny, to Siobhan's point, like they looked, you know, the first quarter they 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 didn't look they were they weren't sharp. Like we've been seeing a lot of sharp uh, yeah. uh offense from this E team 
all preseason, except for the last game, which me and Brass have already told you guys doesn't count. So Correct. what I like to see tonight was that they came off to a slow start, and but you never felt that concern. Like you felt like these dudes were going to grind it out and figure it out, and like they were going to get they they shit together, even with Bam having a, a bad first half. And so that's exactly what I wanted to see. I wanted to see how they would react to at least one of the big three not playing well. So Bam was awful tonight, aside awful. from that little moment in the second half. But we did see Tyler step up. We saw Max at the end of the game step up. We saw Kyle still doing his thing, facilitating, and they never were in any real danger. And so that's why I, I wanted to see them be tested a little bit in a preseason where it doesn't necessarily count. And so I liked what I saw. I mean, I'm excited for the season to get started. The, and that the thing that my biggest takeaway um, after this game is like, you got to be excited for what we're seeing. Oh, I, we lost brass. What happened to brass? Okay, he back. Uh, you got to be excited for what we're seeing tonight, Frankie. Um, we we saw a Heat team that came out flat in the first quarter. Um, the first half of the first quarter started building their way back. Got a little bit of adversity because they were playing against. There were some Boston starters out, but this was an NBA game. Mm-hmm. This was like a regular season game. Both these teams were getting were gearing up for the regular season, and you saw them take a step back. But Frankie, I feel like I was never worried. Right. Well, first of all, you weren't worried because it's preseason. That's uh, true. That's <laughs> true. That's a good yeah. point, Frankie. By you. <laughs> NFL football is finally back, and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find NFL tickets anymore, because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site, and the only one that you'll need for your go-to NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that all those other ticket sites charge, which lets them guarantee the best price on all their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. And you know I've already used TickPick. We have the Atlanta Hawks coming into Miami to play the Dolphins. I have a friend of mine coming into town. And you know we have to have our chance to win an Atlanta sports moment meltdown live. So we got on TickPick. We got our stuff. We're ready to go. I'm excited. Now just visit TickPick.com slash HeatBeat today and use the promo code HeatBeat to save $10 off your first order on NFL tickets. But uh, this was also the, the best defensive team they faced in the preseason. You know, everybody's been more of an offensive-oriented team or, uh, you know, a young team that, uh, you know, is trying to build their chemistry, build their principles and such, and uh, chemistry. Uh, so this was the most established veteran team they faced, and they're still pretty young and, and dynamic in the Celtics and Tatum and, and such. But like you said, they're missing Jalen Brown, but they still have good, really good defensive players. Uh, they're tough, defensive-minded. So the beginning struggles, kind of messing with their rhythm, that's to be expected. Uh, this first bit of adversity, and and I liked what I saw. Um, they kept their composure. Of course, it's a preseason game, so there's nothing to really worry about. But um, you see, you see the the thing I like about their big three, uh, about Miami's big three, the most is that they can affect the games in so many different ways. All yep. three of them. They don't have to have a great scoring night. Like Kenny said, you know, Bam had uh, his struggles in the first half and his lack of uh, energy or effort uh, or whatever. Kyle didn't have a great scoring game. He had impact plays, but he was a uh, team worst minus eight. And that's not going to be an issue during the season. But other guys stepped up. They Max Struess had a really nice game. The the twin, ha- one of the twins had a good game. The Left other Twix. Twix. The other, the other twin had a, a pretty nice um, uh, uh, plus minus. He had like 13, plus 13 and like seven minutes. So yeah, I'm excited for this team. They have, they, I want to see the depth on the nights when you're, you're not a hundred percent. Brian, we watched this, we watched this game and we watched the, we watched the starting lineup. I think it's only the second time we've actually seen the starting lineup in the preseason. Um, yes. And there's, there seems to be a little rough. There's a roughness there with, the the pace that Bam and Kyle want to play at, and the play, pace that Jimmy is comfortable playing at, and I feel like sometimes they don't jibe together. And I know they'll figure it out. But what did you see from that starting lineup it, that either gave you pause or also or gave you you know encouragement? 
Well, it seemed like they were, they were having a lot of like issues just figuring out who wanted to take the shots in that first quarter. They, they gave up a lot of turnovers during that first probably five to six minutes. Uh, I think they only had like a few shots that basically went in. The rest were pretty much almost like just overpassing. Like they just overpassed every single opportunity that they had. So I feel like they kind of cleaned that up towards the end of the second quarter. And then definitely in the second half, it kind of, they, you know, they burst it open with a lot more um, runs. Um, I, I think what's going to happen with the Heat is they're going to have to switch between whether they want Jimmy to initiate offense, maybe to start off games, and Kyle. Um, I yeah. feel like Kyle would probably be the most suited, and he probably would want Jimmy to do that towards like the fourth quarter. Um, but obviously, they play at two different paces. Kyle wants to play fast, and Jimmy wants to play a little slow. And it felt like when Tyler came in for the game um, and when he saw him with minutes with Lowry, and that's what we've seen in the preseason, they, they feel like the offense runs – the offense definitely runs a little more smoother. And I don't know if that's just because maybe Jimmy hasn't been practicing as late because obviously he's been sick. That might be part of it. Another part of it might just be that's just his play style. And and obviously there, there, there's going to be those kind of instances where you need Jimmy to either pretend like he's not the guy that, that, he's, that he wants to play. Like he needs to be more of like that Dwayne Wade just off-cut every single instance that he can because I feel like when he's off in the corner trying to just catch and shoot for a three, that slows down the offense. So... There's going to be balance. It was great for them to see them play this game because obviously they're going to play Milwaukee. So you kind of need these reps before that game next Thursday. So I'm I'm a little encouraged with what I saw today for the most part. And I I I, I like what you what what you said because sometimes it looks like when they're all out there they don't know who's the leader, who's the ball handler, who's the distributor, who's going to get them in the offense. And it always feels like when one of the guys sits down things start to kind of gel a little bit better. And I think, Siobhan, for them to be elite, that was Frankie. Um, <laughs> no, he wanted to be taken out. For them to be elite, um, they they need to figure out that triumvirate. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, they need to figure out how to coexist between them. And I think they're all smart basketball players, and I think they'll do it. But right mm-hmm. now it looks choppy. So I want to touch a little bit on, yes, what you said, but Brian said too, like there's different types of playing fast, right? Like Charlotte and Memphis and those teams, they run, they sprint, they're getting up the floor quick. The type of fast that Kyle wants to play is quick outlets um, up the floor, quick look aheads. That can mesh really well with what Jimmy wants to do. Jimmy needs to be one of the ones though down the court, um, ready to receive like he was. He was catching you know, like TD bombs, um, just just crazy passes up up the floor. Um, but you're you're right in that between he, Kyle, and Bam, they need to kind of figure out um, who is their one A type of scoring option, who's the one B, and who's the one that sets the table to get one A and one B those looks. And it's really it's not going to be a difficult thing for them to figure out. They can survive games and will win games with. Um, Kyle having high assist numbers, very low um, point numbers. They can't do that with Jimmy having high assists, or not that they can't, but it's it's more suited for Jimmy to have the type of scoring output um, that he had tonight. Bam needs to continue to look to be aggressive to help make it all work. If people are able yep. to continue to just sag off of Bam in the passing lanes that they know he's going to try to look to dish into, it um, helps jumble the rest of them. So yeah, they do need to figure out how the how that trio works. But I think that they are very naturally suited positions for it to um for it to kind of fall in place. And I I, I love everything you just said. Like I agree with you. And one of the things that Kenny that I'm watching and I'm like, sometimes these dudes, they're so unselfish, right? They're such team guys. And like Siobhan said, somebody's got to take the reins every once in a while. But to me, sometimes when I'm watching, it's not just that. It's I would like them to just take what the off what the defense is giving you. It's right there. Siobhan, you got three guys you got to worry about. You got three guys you got to worry about, and then you got PJ Tucker and 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 uh, Duncan Robinson stretching the floor. You the the defense has to make decisions. When the defense the makes their decision, these guys need to attack. And I feel like a lot of times what's happening is 
they're over. They're, there was a lot of overpassing in that first half, Kenny. Bro, I was like, what are they doing? Hot potato bullshit. Like, it, this ain't the Harlem Globetrotters, baby. What you doing with all this? Like, what are we doing? You know what I'm yeah. saying? I just want to see them take advantage of what and it would. And we'll, let's start with, let's go to Bam right now, Kenny. Let's not, let's stop mincing words. In the first half, I want to see guys like Bam take advantage of what the defense gave them. Yeah, he had been a shooter on him a few times. He didn't take advantage of it. Um, there were fast break situations he passed out of. He just look sometimes every once in a while, like bam, I, we don't have to question his ability, we don't have to question how hard he plays. But sometimes every once in a while, he was like, and in the first half, he looked at I don't know who said what to him in the second half to manage that, but in the first half, he just wasn't aggressive. We can't really have that on a team that's looking for that. But that, that's the thing, you we can't have. Frankie, we can't have an unaggressive BAM. And then you saw what – because, listen, they were in the game, tight game, and BAM was throwing the ball off his fucking shoe all day. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like he he gets in these mindsets where he kind of like spaces out in, in the game, and he's not like looking to be aggressive, looking to score. He's just kind of like standing there and, and taking up space, you know. So I'm, I'm like – I, I would like to see them run more plays for him and like to get him in the rhythm. Like Siobhan says, like that that those plays where he's like uh, taking the mid range shot and he's he's right there and he's just looking to pass the ball. I would really love for them to to like set him up right there early on, get him going, get some rhythm going, so he's not taking these um, these mid range jumper. Like he's not looking around real quick and 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 he's able to get some rhythm. He's, he's, he had a couple of possessions where he's got to take a dribble and, and messing his, his, his rhythm. Uh, <laughs> his voice isn't, listen. Um, uh, man, I, that just brought me back. Uh, so somebody in the chat says, are we sure Tyler is white? <laughs> and uh, that just brought me back to the interview they had with Jimmy and, and Bam on the cover. And Jimmy's like, oh, uh, Tyler's like, I don't know how to swim. And Jimmy's like, oh, you like a you like a, a black person. <laughs> listen, Tyler's black. Listen, Tyler's black adjacent. Okay, he's, he's black adjacent. Adjacent. And yeah, I'm allowed to say that because mm-hmm. I'm black. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, second unit, right? Um, I was very worried about the second unit, but I watched the second unit tonight, and I see what Spo's doing. He's doing a nine man rotation. This yeah. is best case scenario right you have all your guys you can do a nine-man rotation where you play four bench guys and and listen what i i loved it like you put jimmy in four bench guys jimmy's pounding the ball and it looks great slow pace jimmy is playing jimmy butler basketball and it looks it looks amazing and but what happens when there's some injuries right so brian we looked at markeith morris had some bright spots and had some dark spots tonight. Like, are you worried about the second unit at all? Like, or do you feel like Gabe Vincent, if let's say uh, Kyle Lowry's out, do you feel like Gabe Vincent can step up into that place? Because Gabe Vincent hasn't looked very strong this this preseason. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still think they need a point guard. Um, I think what's going to really happen is they're going to have to survive a lot of these minutes with either Bam or Kyle or whoever, whoever the two of the big three that are still like around, like if Jimmy takes the night off or Kyle takes the night off, they're going to have to take the heavy load of um, probably take like at least 38 minutes or 35 minutes in the game to like just initiate. And they might not have to score that much. It might be the person just setting up most of the time. That's probably going to be Bam probably, uh, I think. Because I feel like Bam, that's what Bam was doing basically most of last year. Then And then Jimmy, when he came back, obviously he took that control. But when Jimmy missed time, it was him. Um yeah, I don't. I don't really like Gabe Vincent. I haven't seen much from like of all the players that we've seen from the bench unit throughout the preseason. He's been the one that I've kind of just. Eh, he's okay. I mean, like he hasn't really shown me much in the preseason to warrant a lot of minutes. I feel like I've seen a lot more from Max. Definitely, I've seen quite a bit now from Caleb. I think he probably should deserve more minutes than Gabe at the moment. Um, I like Deadman still. He's he's serving as a good backup for for Bam still. Um, and Mark Keith, I mean, these last two games, he's kind of shown his worth now. I think we figured yep. out that his role is not a space big. He's he's going to be uh, just – he's just going to have to grind it out in the paint. Like, that's that's his role. Like, he needs to get those buckets and draw those fouls from from just within the restricted area. That's his role. I feel like if he can 
he might have some nights where he's streaking. He might hit some threes, and that's I think that's what we saw mostly in the finals because he wasn't that great shooting in the finals except for one or two games about that series when he played us for the Lakers. But yeah, it's just that's his role. I mean, he's not like Marcus. Marcus is more of a stretch big. He is. He can have those moments and spurts, but he's not like that consistently. I think consistently we can get him like tonight where he's attacking the paint. Um, well, like I said, when, when it comes to Keith, I don't want him creating any of his own shots. Right. He could do it, though. That's the thing. He can do it. It's just you don't I want him to do it all. Count on it. Creating it what way? He can do it how, Brian? I don't, I don't. What so. ways? What ways have you seen posting up, posting up. Okay, <laughs> posting fine. up. Yeah. I want him, I, but I, I want a one or two dribbles and that's it. If he takes a third dribble, you got to pass now. Like, there should be a rule. If, if, yeah. if Marquise. Yeah, but if he has a mismatch, you want him to try to get, get a shot off. No, yeah. because after three dribbles, he's lost the mismatch. There's Same guys beat. There's guys who can. Uh, sorry, Shavon. There's yeah. guys who can get a good shot, create a good shot. There's guys who can just shoot. And Marquise yeah. is one guy who could just shoot. He shoots whenever I'm, he wants. That's not being. Yeah, he, he ain't no tally here. That's for sure. He's not shy. He's not uh, as shy as Bam is shooting the ball. He he wants to shoot that shit. Oh well, man, Bam had his mindset. Whew. <laughs> I do. Oh my god, I do want to address some uh, some of the uh, comments in the chat when it comes to Duncan Robinson um, and Brass. I have an eye test when it comes to Duncan. Do we have the imaging available? Yes, we do. Tired of PER, EFG, QBR, PDQ, and QVC? Wait, what? Well, ditch the calculators and spreadsheets and check out the only stat that truly matters. It's time for ALF's Eye Test. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I love that imaging because my neck ain't looked like that since like <laughs> 1994. <laughs> like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm like, oh, look at me. Anyway. I'm so um, <laughs> Tyke really he, listen, he had a rough spot. He went to vocational school and got his optometry <laughs> degree. We're like, we're proud of my man. Um, but when it comes to Duncan, what I what I would pray and I want everybody to do this season, do not look at my man's point totals. And I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Look at his field goal percentages, his three-point percentage. You can look, he is not going to get the volume of shots that he did last the last two years. He's just not. Because you have Kyle Lowry, who is going to feed Bam on the roll. Kyle Lowry is going to have the ball in his hands way more than Goran Dragic ever did, right? And Goran, and, and also, Bam Adebayo is not going to be running dribble handoffs for Duncan Robinson. Like, the offense is not going to be centered around Duncan. Like, my eye test is telling me right now, Duncan Robinson is going to have one of his worst points per game seasons that he's ever had, but he was still going to be super impactful. And the eye test also says that Duncan Robinson is no longer a mark on defense. You cannot hunt Duncan Robinson anymore. Duncan Robinson stood up. I, th- I think it was Cantor in the post. Duncan Robinson had a block at the rim tonight. Duncan Robinson is staying in front of people off-ball defense, my man is playing really good. Uh, not, I'm not even talking about decent. 
He is playing really, really good defense. Mm -hmm. He is playing defense like a 6'8 motherfucker should play. And he's moving his feet very well. He is contesting. He's doing all the things you want him to do. And when he gets those looks, he's knocking them down. And even when he's not getting those looks, he's spacing the floor. You have to respect Duncan Robinson. So please, eye test. I don't want to hear the stats. I don't want the points per game. Well, all I want to know about Duncan Robinson, is he out there on the floor? Is he spacing? Is he? Are people afraid of him? Does he have the gravity to, to pull defenders towards him to open up the lanes for Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo? And also on defense, is he a liability? Because what I'm watching right now, my man's ain't a liability. My man's is almost a strong – I don't know if he takes the, the Jason Tatum uh, <laughs> matchup – Personal, I don't know what it is. Maybe Jason, you know, you know, spit on his shoes. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but when he plays Jason Tatum, my man is a man possessed. And all preseason, like, y'all got to stop with this. They hunt Duncan Robinson. Duncan Robinson is a bad defender. You're showing you a fucking casual when you say that shit. Duncan Robinson is a very good defender. And... As, as the referees see that he is a marquee player that has gotten a big-ass contract, he is going them, – them shitty-ass calls that he used to get for playing normal NBA defense, it's not going to happen anymore, yeah. all right? So my eye test just tells me that Duncan Robinson may have one of the worst statistical season he's ever, seasons he's ever had, but he's going to be super impactful, and he is not going to be a mark on defense anymore. Like, my man – has made it like my man's a legit NBA player now. Yeah, he's a solid player. I think if his numbers go down, just do not consider it a, a regression. Yeah. So, oh, someone said Duncan will have his best plus minus this year, and I absolutely believe that because he's going to be playing with the starters. Yeah. And when he's out there, my man, my man is going to hold his own. Okay. Go ahead, Siobhan, because I know you have strong feelings about Duncan on defense. Oh, I've been fine with Duncan um, defensively since like mid last year. Duncan has improved his defensive presence week by week since the middle of last season. Um, I said that then he it's difficult to like get actively better at defense as the season wanes on, as you're taking more contact, as you're getting more more miles on the on the body and all those things. Duncan has been improving steadily um, in his defensive presence, his defensive awareness. Um, his lateral quickness, his agility, all of that has been been steadily improving since last year. What I will say about his um, his shooting so far, right? So maybe it's not hi Wayne. Um, maybe it's not that he <laughs> that he gets the same volume that he got last year. But what I think it is is that he will see different looks, right? He will get the same types of shots, but they'll come different ways. He's not flying around the horn um, on DHOs. He's not doing all of that type of action. Last season, Duncan shot better um, from contested three-point range than he did on uncontested shots. This season, his shots are going to come more contested, and those are the ones that he has to knock down, which are the ones that he has not been knocking down so far. Um, his threes off of just a little bit of motion, off of a little bit of a flow in his feet, um he's he's hitting but the ones where they've been able to get you know vertical penetration um and kick out and he's been able to be stationary and rise those are the ones that he needs to 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 work on. it'll save him his legs it'll save his body like he won't have to do all of that motion to get open he just has to hit the ones that he's going to be open for and if bam and jimmy and kyle do those things that they're supposed to he'll still have four to six looks a game Brian v, uh, Vicio Bueno uh, says he's also got to put the ball on the floor a little bit more. Um, he was out there dancing with Hernan Gomez, and he never took. And me and Brady were uh, Brady Hall from Five Reasons Sports talking about this on the timeline. He never took it back and just decided, "Fuck you, Hernan Gomez." Hernan Gomez can't run with with Duncan Robinson, Brian. And like those are the things I want. Like every once in a while, I want this team to get a little bit more selfish. Like Duncan Robinson should have pulled that shit back, made Hernan go. Because if if 
Either he pulls it back and Hernan Gomez doesn't come out and he just shoots it from Dame land because he can hit that shot, or Hernan, Go- Gomez, Hernan Gomez comes out and he blows right past him. He didn't do that. It was like three or four times tonight that he had that chance. That's that's the evolution of Duncan Robinson I want to see. Yeah, I feel like we haven't seen much of the stuff that he said he worked on uh, throughout the preseason, or not the preseason, throughout the, um, throughout the offseason. I know he said one of his main strengths was like lateral quickness and, and trying to make sure that he's more um, he's better with his footwork and stuff. So I would assume that part of that would also be um, dribbling and and obviously like trying to create um, his own shot opportunities that way. Um, I haven't we haven't even seen him like take a mid range. I don't think yet in the preseason either. I think pretty much all of his shot attempts have been threes. Maybe he's had a couple in the paint, but um, I think this game pretty much all of his shots were were threes. Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I wanted to see Duncan do that. We've seen him do it like every once in a while. It's, it's like a blue moon. Um, I think he could do it. It's just, he needs the confidence to do it in a game. And yeah, you probably should have seen in the preseason because this is where you kind of test your limits, right? This is pretty much why we have preseasons for any sport. You want to test the limit of what you can do in the regular season. You want to try to um, make those mistakes in the regular season, make those mistakes now, see what you can get, get away with. Because once the regular season starts, yeah, I mean, that's, there are not going to be many opportunities to do that same stuff. And, and, and it's Bill might be happy if you mess up a couple times. Um, Guys, I'm sorry to get off of uh, Miami Heat preseason basketball, but I just got a message from brass in the chat that we have uh Brash, are we ready? Oh, we have the live feed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we 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 can do that. I thought we were going to play a couple other things first, but oh, but, I'm yeah, sorry. That, that's, um, no, that's no, fine. I just, actually, I, yeah, we're getting a little little hazy connection. So yeah, let's let's just wait a little bit on that because I people oh, in you the got chat first because I cause I know we got something big coming up. Absolutely. Oh, so very so, controversial yeah. figure in basketball. Stay tuned. Right we kind of we kind of lost connection with them a little bit. I do want to. Okay, people, people, that's okay. People in the chat have been commenting <laughs> on something that G said in the last show. And oh we, yes. we have to slander him a little bit for this. Oh, Nikias? No, not that one. Not no. that one. But <laughs> no. we'll get to that one plenty this season. Oh. Don't worry. Uh, no, this 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 one about about uh, Max Struess. Listen to it. Max fucking sucks, right? And- oh. Yeah. I'm gonna say, yeah, Max is a little strong. Max sucks. Yeah, I, I'm like, if Max Struess is in your rotation, you're you're a bad team. I'm sorry. Oh, oh like that wow. dude's not. <laughs> yeah, that's no man. Like, what was that? Where did that come from? Max Struess was four for seven tonight, ten points, a plus sixteen, five rebounds. Max I mean, come on. Max hasn't sucked all preseason. Max hasn't sucked since like, Max the hasn't end of sucked since last year. Like, Max, Max ain't sucked in the summer. Like, <laughs> he hasn't sucked. He the only time he sucked was the one game where we said we said he sucked in the first game of the preseason last year. That was like the one game he legitimately was bad. But that's bad, bad. he was bad in the Lakers. No, there was a Lakers game. I think it was the one that people got I mean, hurt actually. But he missed every that, single wide open three that he had. All right, all right, all right. That's when Max right. was German. I didn't know he was an American player. Like. That's, I thought he was a weird Euro, and I and I what, was being. You call being him a character from a movie, from like a Disney movie. What was it? Winter Soldier. No, no, it was a different Disney movie than that one. I don't know. An he old looks, one. I don't know. He looks like the bad guy in every Disney movie. I mean, <laughs> the Sound of Music, something like that. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, that's Myers Leonard. Oh my bad, <laughs> wrong white guy. Hey, they're all the same. She just hates white men. That's what it is. Like, yeah. It felt a terrible. No, 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 but but legit. All right, Max Struess, He does. A lot of people are like, "Oh, he can be a replacement for Duncan Robinson." No. He's not an all-time three-point shooter, but what he is is a good three-point shooter that is so willing to put the ball on the floor. And once a game, he is going to try to yam on somebody. And I love that about this motherfucker, yep. man. Like he's got those big moments built up in him, man. Like oh, you know, the, the summer league game. Actually, because I think was it was it um, was it the like last never, game? I think he had another another I don't know buzzer beater. There was something like he's just got he had like that two kind deep of, threes to like yeah. bring it back. To, yeah, he's got some excitable plays, and I just don't see he's any clutch. need to slander that dude. He's, he's got a clutch sense. gene in him. 
You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Don- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Yeah, I think yeah. he's a. I think he's a better than good shooter. Like he's a pretty great shooter, but it's far he's more a, willing and more dynamic than than Duncan with his regards to putting on the floor. I think yeah. of all the players yeah, in preseason right now who's who have taken at least seven three point attempts, he's definitely leading the league. And no, in he's he's number one in the NBA in, in three point uh, percentage. Three point sure. percentage. I think, yeah, I think he's over forty nine percent. I think after this game, yeah. he's over forty nine percent. He's, he's incredible. He's playing incredible right now. So like, Max fucking sucks. Yeah, for. <laughs> It's amazing. A 49% three-point shooter fucking sucks. How does that happen? He's wearing a fucking I... Roger Federer hat. Yeah, well, Max fucking you sucks. You got to take everything G says with a grain of salt. Yeah. Don't Classic. take it. Don't take it at all. Yeah. It was so hard to find a bad take for this past season's hotties for G, and uh, like unbelievably so. Got no, we're going to get, we have it. <laughs> oh, no, I, G's going to have I, his own category. <laughs> I legit think I, I think Struess is a he's an NBA player. Like I think it's like listen, I, I've been fighting on the timeline about Omer Yurt Seven, um and and uh you know all these other guys. Max Struess is an NBA player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried about giving him Easy. twelve to twenty a game. Not at all. No, he's, he's gonna shoot. He cuts to the basket very well. He get, he finishes steady. at the rim well. He's he's stocky. He he can yep. guard uh, guys and not not be a mismatch. He can rebound. He can he runs the floor well. We're he like, uses his body really yes, well in the post. Yes. And he's, he's not scared. And he's not scared. We need cocky motherfuckers scared. off the bench, especially yes. especially because most of our cocky and tough guys are are defenders and not scorers. We need more guys who can who aren't afraid to shoot. Listen, and, Bo- and Boston let him go too. So that's like yeah. doubly cool, which is really weird because he's well, like, yeah, but look at the culture f- flowing through his fucking veins <laughs> he could already. Be a, like, he could be like the next Larry Bird in that motherfucker. Like, oh my god, me? love him. I, can't, I don't even get it. It's weird. I thought I thought he was a Euro. They're, they're lost. All right. Well, we actually do. We we made connection again. Uh, we oh, have shit. yeah. A real, this is a real big get. Controversial, um, controversial. Not doing figure. not doing a lot of interviews right now, but uh, outside of uh, Instagram. But we have Kyrie Irving. Whoa! What? Whoa! My God! Felicitations and Chavez to all you good people tonight. I appreciate your benefactions and beneficiaries. Um, I appreciate all the uh, the love and adulation. And thank you for having me on your program. Kyrie. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Frankie. Sorry, a quick question. Why do you sound like Cat Williams? <laughs> um, that is your own personal facilitation and uh, Pythagorean theorem that you are circumventing for your own circumference. Um, I don't believe that my personal benefaction has facilitated your recurrence uh Kyrie what do you what are your thoughts now that you now that your team won't let you even play with them at all this season uh until you get vaccinated uh you have now dropped out of I believe it's the top 10 uh highest paid players is that going to affect you going forward do you think you're going to break at some point well monetary computations don't necessarily affect my livelihood when it comes to um, health and nutrition. Um, so when it comes to the, the Brooklyn Nets and their position 
in the Earth's atmosphere uh, or stratosphere when it comes to uh, the Earth's crust and where 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 the magma rises. Um, I'm not really concerned about the the position of the 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 astral plane um, mm. when it comes to the the position of the 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 equator. But the equator. But you. Th I thought you said the Earth was flat. Well, when it comes to the equator, it's like um, somebody uh, the uh, Orion's belt, if you will, per se. Okay. Um, when you extrapolate, like I said before earlier, with the Pythagorean theorem, mm. a squared plus b squared equals QAnon pizza, <laughs> Washington D.C. Hillary Clinton locks of hair multiplied, reversed, backwards. Okay. <laughs> multiplied by the power of six, 5G, read between the lines, loose leaf. Have you I tried, have, have you, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Siobhan. I have a question. On your IG Live, you said, you know, you're not retiring, don't take this as that. Do you realize you're in position to miss over 55 games this season? You're going to miss all 41 of your home games, all 10, 12 okay. of your potential West Coast yeah. games, all the games you play against the Knicks. Yeah, well, you hit me with numbers. Numbers. Time is linear, or is it really? I watched oh. Avengers Endgame, multiverse, okay? Parallel universes, parallel between the lines, loose leaf, college rule, Pythagorean. I see your point. <laughs> ha, ha, have you reached out to, have you actually tried to reach out to uh, Kevin Durant or James Harden? They say they haven't heard from you. Reached out. Reach. Arm length. Shoulder to wrist. How elbow. How about being in Philadelphia? Joints. Smoking weed. Slam poetry. Cannabis. Right. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. think about it. You got to think guy. about, you got to think about this shit. You this know? I guess it. Yeah. Yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie. Kyrie. I, I got a question. Could you explain Murphy's Law to me? Murphy. Murphy Brown. CBS. 1990s. Single mother. Pythagorean. <laughs>